Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast of thevikingage.com. My name is Chris Shad. I write for the Viking Age as well as Zone Coverage, Bring Me the News, and the Brookings Register. My co-host is Adam Patrick, who is the managing editor of the Viking Age. And we do this every Monday and Thursday right here on the Viking Age YouTube channel on, and on Apple and Spotify every Tuesday and Friday. But however you consume us, rate, comment, like, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. But we are live this Thursday night. So if you got a question, comment, or just want to tell us off, uh, drop a comment during the show and we'll try to get you on air. Adam, you weren't here on Monday. Tyler Fornis filled in for you. So I feel obligated. How was your vacation? Um, It was, it was good. Uh, I just went to upstate New York real quick for my sister's wedding. Uh, basically flew in Saturday night, was there Sunday, and flew out Monday morning. So most of my time was spent on a plane and in the airport. Um, Monday on the plane was a little more rough because I had a few beverages on Sunday. So uh, I don't recommend uh, going on a nine-hour day of flights after you have a nice long day of drinking. But I got through it. I powered through. I'm here. Was um, it one flight or was it one cross-country? I went to... I went to there's, I flew in uh, where my family lives is like just outside of Syracuse, and there's no there's no direct flights from Syracuse to San Diego. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so I flew to Boston and then Boston to San Diego. So pretty pretty long. It was like six hours from Boston to San Diego. So yeah, but it was I couldn't sleep. So by the end of it, I was just like counting down. I just want to be home too. So it just makes everything go longer. Uh, and then you saw yeah. your kids. Who I uh, did. Who uh, absolutely let you uh, rest and recover, I assume, right? They're just like, oh, dad's oh, tired. Yeah. The, actually, I think they told me to go back as soon as I walked in the door. They're like, go. <laughs> go, go away. away. Go away. No, we, they're good. Isn't there a training camp? I swear there's another flight. We, we booked you another <laughs> one. Go away, dad. No. Um, but they're, they're good. Yeah. They could have just booked you a flight to Egan, which would have set you right, right on the doorstep of TCO Performance Center. Uh not that Egan doesn't have the airport. The airport is it. I think it's an Egan. I don't think it's an Egan. I don't know what city the Minneapolis airport is in, to be honest with you. I know it's south of the cities and around Egan, but not in mm-hmm. Egan. I, I guess it doesn't really matter. But that is where the Vikings are. They reported for training camp this week. I talked a little bit with Tyler Fornis about what was going on. Uh, people reporting. Shout out to Harrison Phillips for reporting on the first day of camp like a <laughs> true leader, uh, like you had pointed out to me. But you know who else reported? Not on the first day of camp, but recently is the Neil Hunter. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly where we will start off our show today. Daniel Hunter. Reports to camp, but he is a hold in. Neil Hunter, uh, it basically means that Hunter is not going to practice. He's just going to stand there and do nothing. And uh, the Vikings will go ahead and they'll just be like, okay, cool. Um, the holdout strategy is no more that they used to do uh, because in the new CBA, he would get fined 50K a day and his base salary is 4.9 million. So really, he could only do that for like a month and then he'd be out of money and have to play. Um, some money is better than no money at all, as Saquon Barkley once found out. But uh, some quotes from Kevin O'Connell, the typical word salad, will kind of move forward from here with a positive mindset that hopefully Daniel Hunter is playing in every single game for us this year and having a major impact like he's done his whole career here. I think just keeping the focus on the day to day and understanding all through training camp is a finite amount of time to prepare for our season. We also want to make sure Daniil feels 100% comfortable and is excited about that as well. 
Um, Hunter signed a five-year, $72 million contract in 2018, and he's been wanting more money ever since he signed the contract. He missed the 2020 season with a neck injury in the second half of 2021 with a torn pec. Still had 10 and a half sacks in Ed Donatel's defense last year, despite not knowing what the hell he was doing in the first half. So I ask you this, Adam, how desperate should the Vikings be to sign Daniil Hunter? Uh, I don't think they should be desperate at all i think he's a valuable obviously he's a talented defensive player um but i think if he's traded or doesn't play at all i don't think they're gonna the defense is gonna honestly i don't think it's gonna suffer that much um because the scheme that they're going to use uh with brian flores you don't really need an elite every down pass rusher like we've seen in the past with the vikings like a jared allen like an everson griffin you know like a daniel hunter you don't need that because Brian Flores uses a variety of ways to generate pressure, whether that's with safeties, cornerbacks, linebackers, you know, whatever. He just uses a bunch of different ways to generate pressure. Um, I don't think during his time with the Dolphins, I don't think there was a player that had more than 10 sacks in a season just because of the way that everything is so spread out. Everyone just gets their opportunity to go uh, against the quarterback. That being said, Daniel Hunter is very talented. And if you have him on your defense, yes, you're going to feel a lot better about your chances of, you know, rushing the passer. He's an underrated run defender as well. Um, so obviously Brian Flores would like to have him on his defense, but I, I, if the Viking, if Daniel Hunter wants like to be paid like one of the, he wants to be paid like one of the top three edge rushers in the league. Um, and the Vikings aren't willing to do that. I'm not going to be, you know, sad if they have to trade him or whatever. Um, I also think like I'm, I'm I've been thinking, you know, over the last few days, because not being on a podcast, you just have to put your thoughts somewhere. Um, You're just but, sitting in alone with a room yeah, with all your hot Vikings in the shower. Like, oh, yeah, as your kids so, are like pounding on the door, Adam. Uh, like, yeah. Sorry, Dad, Dad, <laughs> not Adam. So they I, call they me Adam call sometimes. Adam anyway, but they they do do that, yeah. and it's really annoying. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but like I was saying, he should just sign a one year deal. Just get he wants to get paid more money this year. The Vikings don't want to give him a bunch of money, but you know. I understand he probably wants security and and guaranteed money and all that stuff. But like if he signs a one year deal, he's going to get more money. And then next year he could become a free agent. And we all know how much teams overpay, you know, players of his caliber in free agency. Um, so if I was him, I would just sign a one year deal. You know, maybe you come back to the Vikings next year. Maybe you don't, because who knows, even if you fit in the system. Um, but I think he's just looking for security. He doesn't seem like someone who really wants to like get up and move. He seems like someone who's just like kind of set in his ways, likes, likes where he is kind of like a Harrison Smith where Harrison Smith, we like had a little speculation. Like, is he going to go somewhere else? Are they going to move on from him? And he was just like, uh, I'll take less to stay here. Cause I, I don't want to move. Um, so you know, maybe something happens with like that with Daniel, but I wouldn't be surprised if they move on from him as well, because they've already moved on from Thielen, Delvin cook, Eric Kendricks, you know, Patrick Peterson, They've done a lot of, you know, the dirty work already. So Daniel Hunter would just be, you know, add him to the list and that'll be that. But, you know, we'll see what happens because I don't I don't know when this, you know, what the timetable is for any of this. When something gets solved, um, he's there at camp, I guess, but he's not there because no one's seen him. Um, so I guess he's inside somewhere. They say he's there, but no one has seen him. Uh, so he's not getting fined, but I, I don't know. When they say he's comfortable, like that's what Kevin O'Connell said. I wonder if they just like stuck him in a broom closet or something like, all right, you want to hold in? Um, Here you go. I mean, it's probably a nice broom closet. There's a very nice facility. It, it's a have, very so. nice. It's the biggest broom closet you <laughs> yeah. could think of. Like think of like the Menards plumbing sen- section, but like <laughs> Viking or whatever <laughs> just with, there's like purple there's like gold there's like a whole bunch of other stuff it, yeah. it's a great time it's got a fireplace in there right um here's what i think about daniel hunter i think that he's a very talented player like you said i think he's got a couple of injury issues and he also has a very bad agent like oh, yeah. this oh, is yeah. i mean we've we've heard whispers that this is like the revenge tour to get his money back uh sorry dude but um, maybe you shouldn't have just went. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, I'll sign my name on the contract. Um, that was mistake. Number one. Yeah. The other, like if this were, and I, and I know the Vikings tried to do the same thing that the Spielman regime did where they just said, Hey, we'll just push a whole bunch of money up front. And now there's no money at the back of the contract. Yeah. And Neil's going, what the hell? Um, well, you signed it. 
I don't give a shit about 2023. No, like I really don't. Because if you get rid of Daniil Hunter, your defense is going to be bad. But you know what? It, at this point, you know, it was already be, bad with him on it. Right, right. <laughs> like we were talking, you, you and I were talking, and we'll maybe talk about this later about like the Jonathan Taylor thing. And I said Jonathan Taylor is probably the best offensive player on the Colts okay. in terms of pure talent. Yeah. Yes, but he, I mean, he. Didn't run for a thousand yards last year. I think he barely eclipsed 900. And like you look at the rest of the, I mean, that team was bad with Jonathan Taylor leading the way, like for two straight years. And part of that was coaching. Part of that was whatever. The Vikings defense was awful with Daniil Hunter on one side and Zedarius Smith on the other side. Like, think about that. Now Smith is gone. You know, you're kind of, you know, gritting your teeth about that a little bit about Zedarius Smith on one side. But I mean, with Daniil Hunter on the other, it's just kind of like, all right, that that's a luxury you don't need. You already mentioned that. And when it comes to priorities, I'm. I'm more focused on signing Justin Jefferson, who's going to get a lot of money here sometime in the near future. I'm looking at TJ Hawkinson, who is also going to get a big contract. And by the way, they have to pay Christian Derrissaw next year, and they might need to find a quarterback who is not going to be cheap on the open market. So Jaron Hall looked pretty good today, I heard. (laughs) It's a second day of training camp. (laughs) Here we go. It's all the the cut-ups, right? All the, you know, the... Boom, you know the ven <laughs> stuff they do great stuff over there i'm not trying to it slam is, them at all but good, i mean but yeah they're just, they, they're just doing their job but i mean it's, it's just like cameron dantzler had another interception they're he's not, not yeah, in they're the not league show, anymore they're not gonna show any incompletions in those highlight videos it, uh, yeah <laughs> that that would be hilarious they Giant just show jared hall just getting completely yeah. just annihilate this interception yeah. after interception we promise this is better than the last day. I, I'm telling you right now. Notice how we um, never saw any uh, highlights of like Kellen Mond back in the day on, on those videos. Never, yeah, uh, never really featured in those. Well, it's because Mike Zimmer locked him in the same broom closet Daniel Hunter is in right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or so we yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, one other interesting note on Hunter. Uh, Phil Mackey is score north. Went through all 400 of his Instagram follows. And there is... What's that? Of Hunter's not... not. Of hunters, yes. It was of hunters, not not of his own, not of yes. That that would be pretty. You get this. (laughs) Well, sometimes you're just cleaning it out. You're just sick of people, and you know. Oh yeah, I I do it from time to time. But uh, Hunter is following the Jacksonville Jaguars on Twitter right now. Um, Brian Windhorse moments. Why why would he do that? Yeah. Do you think is this him recruiting and just kind of like? I like that team right there. Or do you think there's smoke here? Um, I don't know. You never know these days in the world of social media. It is interesting that the Jaguars and the Vikings are the only two two teams that he follows right now. The Jags do have a ton of cap space. They have 18.5 million right now, so they can afford to trade him and give him a new deal or whatever uh, that they want. I'm not like too specifically familiar with the Jaguars in terms of their needs. If they need another pass rusher, I did do a tiny bit of research, like reading some, Reddit comments, if you can call that research. But like there were some Jaguars fans saying how like I think it was uh Chason or whatever hasn't really uh yeah. been that impressive since they, they've added him and they could use someone else to kind of team up with the other Josh Allen uh that is their pass rusher. And they and people they mentioned just put that on the back of his jersey, like the, the other, other Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah. Josh uh, or his, his number should Josh, be two point Yeah, Josh Allen B. Um but yeah, I I don't I don't know. It's 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 interesting. He likes cars, so it could be you know maybe he just accidentally followed uh, the Jaguars saying it was the you know the Jaguars car. car. Uh, no, I don't think so. He's a he's a Porsche guy. If you've seen any of his social media, he likes he's a Porsche fan. What does he uh, think of Lambos? I, I Lamborghinis. <laughs> I you know um. We'll get to that later. But I was thinking yeah. about all the Vikings that had fancy cars, and I'm like, none of them ever had a speeding problem <laughs> or never got caught. <laughs> Like we all know, Eric Kendricks loves. I mean, at least I do. He knows he loves like high end sport cars, and uh, he never had a problem with that. Um, or at least he didn't get caught, so we could say that. Um, but Daniel Hunter follow, following the Jaguars, um, it's something. I'll say that. I'll say it's it's not nothing, but it's not like oh man. Until like a report comes out from someone who's not an aggregator on Twitter or isn't an NFL rumors account on Twitter. I need, I need it from Ben Gessling. I need it from Tom Palacero, Ian Rappaport, Adam, Adam Schefter, Field Yates, somebody with actual legitimacy 
to give me a report about the Jaguars potentially being interested, which, but it would be good because he'd be in the AFC. You know, I don't think he would affect the Vikings plans or anything. Probably get some, some good draft capital from the Jaguars. Um, so I, I wouldn't have a problem with it if they figured out a way to, to get him over there, if they get a decent return. Aggregator accounts are going hard right now. Like oh they, that's, God. that's the raid. They're, they're all over this. Just spreading things. You know, you got, you got, uh, the Kelly Stafford right stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh like, my God. I think she said, I can't remember what exactly she said, but somebody turned it into, Oh, she's she got cancer. She, did, she said she didn't, ha- she, she was worried and she thought she might have cancer. So they went in and got a scan or whatever and she doesn't have it. So then one of the aggregators, I'm not even going to name his name. Right. He went and made a whole article about Kelly. Stafford thinks she has cancer and she had to like put out this post and be like, no, I don't <laughs> like I, I thought need... I did, but yeah. I, I don't clearly said yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's just it's because they have to be first. They got to get, you know, clicks and like I, I understand getting clicks in this business. You understand as well, but you also understand taking your time to make sure the information that you have is correct. Being first isn't always the best. So like it's it's getting a little out of control because like and then sometimes you hear you see their posts of like there's been stuff on Delvin Cook, like when the Delvin Cook like report came out last week that he, you know, tried to offer his uh, alleged victim in his lawsuit, you know, a million dollars. And one of the aggregator counsel was like, Delvin Cook has been innocent for months. And I'm like, you are clearly fed this by uh, someone who represents him. So let's, let's chill out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I do remember the first report being, oh, Delvin Cook, somebody broke into his house and beat him up. <laughs> and right, uh, right. Yeah, no Schefter. That yeah, that was that was not He's an vic- aggregator. That, that was Adam Schefter. That said, he was a, a victim of domestic violence, and uh, that quickly changed. But uh, we digress. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> as far as actual beat reporters reporting news, hmm. not none of us are. But I mean, we're we're just we're aggregators. You're, we're hey, we're you're just smart about it. Okay, you're a reporter. Don't discount yourself. I am a reporter, actually. That that is my day job. Um, Justin Jefferson reported to training camp. And he is practicing as he looks for a gigantic new deal. Uh, Jefferson's eligible for a contract extension this spring. He has a base salary of $2.3 million this season. No deal has been struck yet. Jefferson talked to reporters saying, that's not the worries I have right now. I'm really about winning a Super Bowl, just getting the wins and being with my team. The contract is going to play itself. I'm just out here to play football. Quasi, uh, basically, I mean, he said this the entire 30-minute press conference he had the other day. Uh, there's ongoing dialogue. There's ongoing dialogue about Jefferson. There's ongoing dialogue about Hunter. There's ongoing dialogue about Kirk Cousins. There's ongoing dialogue about everyone on the team right Did now. You That's he said about Devin Quick, Thanks, though? Quasi. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Quasi shut that shit down. He's just like, like, yeah, we're, we're just going to talk. We're going to talk about the guys on the team. As he, <laughs> in the back of his mind, he's like, damn aggregators. Um, do you have any doubts that Justin Jefferson will sign a contract extension before week one? No, it's going to get done. That's why, that's why he's being so like, guys, like I already know it's, it's in the bag, literally. Um, like it's going to get done. Everyone knows it's going to get done. It's just a matter of like, you know, crossing T's and dot and I's at this point, just to make sure everything's all good. Um, so yeah, I'd be very surprised if there was no extension by week one, because if there wasn't, I don't think he would be there. I don't think he would be risking his you know playing career we've we've already seen we've seen today you know guys like Jalen Ramsey Joe Burrow go down you know Garrett Wilson suffered an injury yesterday for the Jets like you can get hurt in, in camp practice it's the not aggregators said they might have to amputate his leg I don't know but um <laughs> so like Justin Jefferson he's out there you know risking his his job and I don't think he'd be doing that if he didn't have a contract pretty much in the works uh and I do believe his agent uh was has been in minnesota or at least was uh, around the time that he arrived in camp too um also he's 24 i wish that i was as mature as he was at 24 like getting asked you know are you gonna you know are you worried about your contract you're gonna get paid like the most money ever and he's just like i'm just worried about sir bull man and just like wow like (laughs) i'm impressed like you don't a, a receiver of his caliber like he should be a diva he should be trying to get as much money as possible he should be you know trash talking here and there and he does on the field but he's good and he backs it up but like i don't know it's i'm, I'm impressed because he could be saying all the wrong things that we've seen we've seen a lot of disaster with receivers with running backs you know a lot of players in the past who have deserved the money but kind of were a little, a little 
less mature about it. And uh, I'm I'm very impressed by with what he with with how he sounded without all the questions that he's been asked because he knows they're coming. Um, so yeah, I've been I've been impressed. Um, I think this will get done before week one. I don't yeah. think the Vikings are gonna let this go on because if they wait another year. It's just gonna go up. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like this is a lot like the standoff between Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow that just ended, really, where you saw, okay, I read this from an aggregator. I, I confess <laughs> here, but oh, no. that they were each, didn't you, there was some report out there that they're each waiting on each other to sign the contract and then somebody was going to get like 20 bucks more or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do think that's a thing overall between NFL players because you see it all the time where like, you know, one guy gets like $5,000 more than the other guy. And now they're the new mm-hmm. leader or whatever. Like Herbert signed a five-year $262 million contract extension this week. And now there's stuff saying Burrow is reportedly going to get contract well north of that number. I think Justin Jefferson's waiting on CD line. <laughs> yeah, if he stays, um, yes. Yes, as long as he's got a cramp and... um that I that's what it looked like. I mean, I'm not. He already the, it was a calf injury, and he already had a sleeve on his calf. So I'm just I'm guessing it was he aggravated something. Yeah, but he's not going to be it, on the field for a couple of days. It's also early July. It's super did hot. He, he like missed some time. When did he have his he appendix? appendix out? Yeah. Was that right last, year? last year? Yep. Yeah, and then he turned out okay. They're okay. Yeah. He's, he's Joe Burrow. Um, yeah, I, I think they're waiting on CD lamb because you see it with the other ones. I mean, they know how much a Daniel Hunter contract is probably going to cost them because there are other edge rushers that have signed for a good amount of money. They know how much a TJ Hawkinson contract is going to cost them because Evan Ingram signed a big one and the bears overpaid Cole Komet. <laughs> hey, hey, well, if you got that salary cap space, man, you might as well burn it. Right. I hey, mean, Hey, running backs. Switch to tight end. Switch to tight end. Running <laughs> backs are going to go play soccer after what? What was his name? Mbappe. I. I yeah, Mbappe sorry, was, I, I'm not a. Is that yeah. how you pronounce his name? Mbappe. Yeah. Mbappe. He got Offered that seven hundred seventy. Yeah, seven hundred seventy-five million dollars to go play. Running backs are going to be like, all right, give me a ball. Let's let's try this thing out that's, here. I I can bl- kick it hard. That's blood money, though. That's not. That's not. You can't feel secure about getting that money. Like that, you you will. Uh, but it is a billion dollars. But WWE seems fine with it. Um, oh, well, yeah. Well, look Goldberg's eyes somewhere. What? Where? Where? Saudi show? I'm in. Um, right. Yeah. I think it gets done. Kirk I agree Cousins, with you, though. Yeah. He could, they oh, could, they could be waiting, but I don't know. Like, I think he's just, that could be right. Cause you don't want, you don't want to give Jefferson a lot of money or, or do you want to give him a lot of money and then force the Cowboys to pay, you know, see lamb more money than you wanted to. Um, so maybe they do that, but yeah, we, we, it would be a huge shock if Justin Jefferson does not have a new deal by the first week of the season. So You know who probably won't have a new deal by the first week of the season? Kirk Cousins, who <laughs> is, uh, yeah, he's heading into the final year of his deal. Quasi, uh, again, in his word salad masterclass said, we've had great conversations with Kirk and his representatives. Ultimately, when you sit across the table from somebody, try to understand their perspective and make sure they understand yours. That's how our conversations were. It never was a type of thing where it was combative or yes or no. It was right now. We can't come to a solution that fits both of our perspective. We always knew that we were going to keep coming back to conversing about what we see about these things and ultimately trying to find a division that works for both parties. Um, I miss <laughs> so much. A lot of nothing. <laughs> I miss like Zimmer? last year when he had that interview with Yori Epstein and he's like, yeah, Kirk's not Tom Brady, but he's not, Pat- <laughs> yeah. he's not really Patrick Mahomes. Everyone's like, Oh my God. Like I miss that Quasi. Yeah. So and then, he got, then he went in the Wilf's office. Cause they were like, what are you doing? And <laughs> got called to the principal's office. Like Quasi. Yeah. I, I know. I know. So now he just doesn't say anything. Um, Kirk. Meanwhile, Said he hired a full-time trainer uh, by the name of Chad Cook to get his body right. Said he saw Tom Brady and how long he played. So um, he's like, yeah, let's go all in on this. He'll turn 35 in two weeks. Uh, he did a lot of body work during this Netflix show Quarterback, where he was basically like, I don't know, put through a submission match every week. Um, how closely do you think we should watch this contract thing? Because I would be surprised if they were reached an agreement at this point. And I think it's going to go down on the wire. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't expect anything to get done before the season or anything like that. 
I think if there was going to be a new deal, it'll, it'll happen in after after the season. Um, I do find it curious that Kirk is doing all this, you know, extra stuff in a contract year because um, he knows even if he doesn't sign with the Vikings, he still wants to make money somewhere else. Um, and he even said, like, you know, only well, guaranteed money somewhere else. Yeah, I want to I want to, you know, I only have so many more years left of this. You know, I want to make sure I, I'm able to do this as long as possible, which I was kind of shocked that he said that because I always thought like he would just get his money and, and get out of there. But, you know, I think maybe having a coach like Kevin O'Connell is giving them a different perspective on, on maybe he's enjoying football again, where I don't know if that was the case under Mike Zimmer. Maybe it felt more like a job under Mike Zimmer. And and with Kevin O'Connell, it's like, yeah, we're playing we're playing a kid's game. So, like, you got to work hard, but like you can have fun, too. Um I think we saw a little bit of that in the in the quarterback series as well, where where Kevin O'Connell a couple times was like, "Dude, chill out." Yeah, like, <laughs> it's the okay. Miami game in particular. Where he's like, <laughs> "Who's bad coverage?" <laughs> hey, dude, calm down. Dude, calm down. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> yeah, so like, and you know what? Kirk's like super likable right now. He is his his favor, his approval rating in the public right now is as high as possible. I think it was very smart of his, you know, whoever was in charge of him getting on that quarterback show was very smart because now even if he doesn't get re-signed by the Vikings, uh, teams are going to look back at that show and be like, you know, he's he's a great guy. He's a great, great teammate, great father. He works hard. And, you know, we, we would like to have someone like that in our organization. So um, I think that was kind of like a really good marketing tool. For mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how he does in his second year in this offense. You know, Jefferson talked about it yesterday, how like it's camps way easier this year because you don't have to learn an entire new offense. You just have to like kind of refresh yourself and learn a couple new things. So it's way different. Guys are more comfortable. Um, and we'll, we'll see how it goes with Kirk. Um, I don't know. It's just, I think they're ready to move on, but I think if he has a good season and you, you go to the NFC championship, that's going to be tough to be like, we're going to move on from you. Cause like if you, if you get that close and it's with him as your quarterback and he's a big reason why it's going to be hard to move on. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, Tyler Fornis, who was on show Monday, brought this up and yeah. I thought it was interesting. Justin Herbert's going to get about north of $50 million per year to play quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Kirk a bargain this year? Because it'll be $20.2 million on the salary cap this year, but he'll count $28.5 million against the cap next year, whether he's on the team or not. So I and don't he, know. If he signs a new deal next year, that dead cap goes down, I believe it's like $7 million over the next four years. Mm-hmm. So it will reduce um, whatever it is. Um, he has a bargain right now. Yeah. I, I even Even if he's not. There next year, he is a bargain because, like you said, Herbert's getting fifty million. Burrow's about to get, you know, more than that probably. Uh, who are even the next quarterbacks? Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be getting a new deal probably next year. Um, you know, it's going to be sixty million soon for for somebody. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. Will Patrick Mahomes get a a bump up in salary in the next few years, or you know, are they just going to leave it because he signed a ten year deal, right? Um, so what are they going to do with that? Yeah. Josh Allen is he going to get a raise like? Money is going to keep going up because NFL is making huge profits. It's not going to slow down anytime soon. TV deals are going to be ridiculous. So, like, money is never going to be a question. And even if Kirk makes $40 million, that's probably still going to be a bargain for, you know, what quarterbacks are going for these days. So, it's just, it's it's tough. And then you got to think Quasi and Kevin O'Connell, they... After next year, they only have two years left on their contract. So, like, mm-hmm. do they want to win now? Are they? Do they want to risk it and take a year, you know, off and save some money? 
it's tough. It's a tough situation to figure out. I I wonder what they're going to do next year. I, I really do. And I mean, if they bring back Kirk Cousins, I mean, they, there was talk about that discount. The problem here is Kirk says, you know, I want to remain a Viking for the rest of my career. That's basically what their camp is. Their problem is that Kirk also wants fully guaranteed ironclad deals to make sure he is a Viking and not, you know, being traded or going somewhere else or being a cap casualty. Like he wants that certainty where the Vikings are all about, hey, we want to like keep our options open in case we find a Pat Mahomes or we find, I mean, Everybody says, find your Mahomes, right? It's almost like a Beth Bath and Beyond slogan that every general manager <laughs> has in his office. In Kyle Shanahan's, it's actually a big picture of Kirk Cousins next to Bob Purdy. <laughs> Trey Lance sitting in the office like, what's that picture of Kirk Cousins doing there? Oh, don't worry about it, Trey. You're you're all good. Or actually, you probably called him Tim or something because <laughs> Tim, but my name's Trey. Aren't it you, doesn't matter what your name is. Are you who the are you, aren't, you, aren't you third on the depth chart? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Gatorade, uh, you know, shaken, not stirred. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm the quarterback. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Jordan Addison, who showed up to training camp. Um, as you may be aware, as the viewers look on, Jordan Addison was cited for driving 140 miles an hour one week ago today. Uh, the state trooper police report said he did it because his dog was sick. And when reporters asked him about his dog, um, he pivoted, which means either the dog is either dead or he didn't have a dog. Um, he said, or, I or take, the dog's okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Or the dog's, I, I guess, um, There's that is another a possibility. <laughs> I didn't think of that, but I don't know. You pointed it out yourself. You sent me a text. You're like, where's Edison's dog on the Instagram? But there's like 50 pictures of the Lambo he was driving. Um, he says, I take full responsibility and full ownership of my actions last week. It was never a good thing when O'Connell or Quasey have to answer questions about me off the field. Then he was asked about the dog and he responded, I acknowledge I used poor judgment and really made a poor decision that I'll definitely learn from. Um, Kevin O'Connell said he was disappointed, obviously. We have not talked to you since this happened. So um, what do you think here? Um, immediately when Kevin O'Connell said that he was disappointed, very clearly he didn't believe that he was speeding because his dog was in trouble if he has to talk. Because uh, he wouldn't have said that stuff if if, if something was, was seriously in trouble. Um, I did. I listened to the podcast with Tyler and he had a good point. Where like, you know, he's he's a young kid, still trying to learn how to be an adult. You know, I remember being Addison's age, did a lot of stupid stuff when I was his age in college. I was on probation off college because I was just an idiot. Um, so like I can relate to it in that way. I but the things that I did, I never put anyone else's life in serious danger or my or my own. Going 140 miles an hour is like that's not that's not like, oh, just like cruising. Let's see if I can get to 100. No, that's like that's a whole other level. Um, and he was in a, a Lamborghini, it's like an SUV. Um, so I'm sure the, the pickup in that, the zero to 60 is a lot faster than, you know, a Jeep Cherokee or whatever, whatever, you know, some people might've driven in their college days. Um, still it's something that can't happen again. And, and I think the Vikings have made that clear. Kevin O'Connell's made that clear. Uh, Chris, you know, talking about how like a lot of his family called him and the Vikings and like kind of vouched for him, like this kid doesn't get into trouble. So like, this is not going to be a a normal occurrence. There wasn't really anything that happened at USC in terms of him getting in trouble when he was there. So like, it seems like this could just be like, he got a bunch of money in the NFL. He spent it and he won and he was having a little too much fun. Um, and he has got to tone that down. Um, I think he realizes that, uh, maybe, you know, hitch a ride with Kirk cousins in his van, uh, for the rest of the year. Um, but or speed in the van, it's safer. <laughs> That thing can't possibly go over 65, <laughs> no. right? Like it would just start falling apart. Like my old, like Chevy Cavalier, like I had a car, my like car you, in you, college. It rattles when you're going over yes, 50. Yes. So, so I had, <laughs> I had a car in college as a red Chevy Cavalier because 
I don't know. My oh, I had a Chevy Cavalier. Watching this, and they're like, I'll admit, I was um, what you would say dumb in college, especially when it came to money and yeah. taking care of my cars because I had a black Monte Carlo. I didn't take care of it, and it went down. So I'm like, I don't have any money. So like, we bought this red Chevy Cavalier, and it was supposed to be a beater. And I don't know how it lasted five years, but it somehow did. Anyway, when I was calling games play by play, I had to drive out to Colfax, Wisconsin to do a high school basketball game, which again, I had no value of money or like hard work or any of that. I mean, I I've always been a hard worker. I, again, I was just dumb in college in like the years afterwards, but I was driving home from Colfax and I heard like this rattling, like this. And I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, all right, well, I'll just get home and like try it out. So I'm on 694 to go up. This this is how dumb I was. Colfax is all the way over by Eau Claire. And I was like driving from Coon Rapids across the state all the way to Eau Claire to call this high school basketball game. It's like, <laughs> hey, buddy, common sense. Uh, you're not making any money here. But anyway, um, the tire is like rattling like and like it's starting to shake and stuff and i'm like dude i better like pull off on the next exit or whatever next thing i know i like go down like this the tire is flying off into the ditch and i'm like sitting there like um yeah now i'll pull over but um by the time i traded it in the air conditioning didn't work the (laughs) cruise control randomly accelerated when i was at stoplights Uh, i had one of those and uh the front door swung open sometimes when i turned to the left so needs to say i like my new car um it's got my it's got uh things like a defrost that works um and (laughs) power window just just high life over here you know what i mean but i had a cavalier too and it was a piece of shit too Um, yeah but those things they're almost indestructible like you could just keep fixing them and like I, i mean yeah, I, I you could have it go as long as you want it to go. I think, uh, yeah, I by the end of by by the end of my Cavaliers run, I was driving it to my father in law's, and one of the tires was just a donut, and I drove like fifty miles with the donut on. Not supposed to do that. Uh, one forty, uh, yeah, one forty. But yeah, yeah, back to back back to Addison. Uh, you know, just you just hope that it's a one time thing. Um, people like talked about his behavior in the off season or whatever, like not practicing. He was hurt first off. Then like somebody brought up like him hanging up on the coaches during like the draft. And after he got drafted and I'm like, why is that a big deal? He didn't know who was calling him. Like, it's not like he has the Vikings on caller ID. Um, so let's, let's just get a break. Uh, one thing that will help this is if he plays well, cause yes. uh, everyone's going to forget about this. If he's playing well, doing well, uh, cause you know, Adrian Peterson, uh, he didn't do, a lot of great things off the field, uh, but everyone forgot about that once he uh, got on the field and rushed for two thousand yards. Yeah, I, I'm at this point. I'm just happy Addison is on the field at this point. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Like, like we said, was it smart? Absolutely not. Was it a mistake? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was. I mean, it was intentional, but it was also a mistake to go and like follow that up. Like, wonder how fast this thing goes. Oh, that was probably <laughs> yeah. a bad idea, um, especially in that part of town too. Um, also not a bad idea, but I mean, it's like, as soon as it happened, half of Vikings Twitter, just like immediately turned on him. Like, it was just like, you know, you had one group that's just like, okay, second chance, whatever. It was like, he should be cut tomorrow. He should be thrown and locked away. Um, this never would have happened if we just kept Adam Thielen. He's from Minnesota. He probably never would have. He, Adam Thielen probably drives five miles under the speed limit. Like, for- yeah, in like one of those, um, sprinter vans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very similar. He probably carpools with Kirk or carpooled, okay. but yeah. it, it's just been a bizarre offseason. Now it's just time to get to work. And well, I know oh, he's returning punts yeah. right now. I yeah. saw that today. Oh, he is. Yeah, uh, okay. I believe Judd Zolgad reported okay. that. But, okay. Um, so I don't think that. that'll stick, but I don't know. Go go get paid, as he said. Let's see, <laughs> let's put in the work and let let's go do this. Maybe maybe chill out on that a little bit though. Maybe just <laughs> a little calm down. bit. Justin um, Jefferson pull him aside and be like, "Listen, dude, you can have fun, just not too much fun, okay? Don't be dumb." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this, or should we move? No, on? not well. I mentioned earlier, like how like Eric Kendricks. Uh, Daniel Hunter have like fast sporty cars. I know Patrick Peterson had a bunch of like super fast cars. None of them. We never heard anything about them uh, speeding anywhere, getting in trouble. So uh, it's not. It's not like it's hard to not do that. You can still have a nice car and drive fast sometimes if you know certain places to go. But uh, 
you know, just be smart about it. PSA of the day. Be smart. <laughs> Speed between uh, Alexandria and Fargo because there's like no signs of life up there. Um, there it's a ways away, but whatever. Um, other items of note camp in the rest of the NFL. Uh, Joe Juwan, is it Jawan Johnson? Juwan, or is it Juwan, Juwan. Juwan, it's pronounced because it, it's spelled out Joe Juwan, but it's one word. I yep. feel like the substitute teacher in Keith Beal. <laughs> Jaquelin. We have a Jaquelin too on the team. That's <laughs> Aaron. Oh boy. Um, Jawan Johnson is working as the number two corner in nickel sets mm-hmm. along with the Caleb Evans and Byron Murphy. Uh, you worried about Andrew Booth Jr. yet? Mm-hmm. I'm worried about so. both of the Vikings first two picks in the 2021 NFL draft 2022 NFL draft Lewis scene and uh, Andrew Booth and, and, and Ingram. So let's do all three. Um, at least Eng- Ingram is still trying to be a starter. Yeah. Um, it's not good that Booth is getting second team reps in his second year when he was in the second round pick a year ago, especially behind someone who I think the Patriots got him uh, yeah. or didn't, didn't resign him at least um, who it's not like he was a pro bowler or, or anything like that. So it's not like he's amazing. Um, yeah. Reason to be concerned. Also, it's the beginning of camp. They're, I think they and it, it was. This is also coming from the first day. They could be. We don't. I don't. I haven't seen anything from today yet, so I don't know if they could be shifting things around where Booth gets first team reps today, and and you know Evan Evans gets some in the slot tomorrow. Like so, they could be just switching guys around to put them in different spots so they can learn like each area of the defense because we forget that they're putting in a brand new defense. So you, they have to to learn everything that's going on out there. And maybe Booth is a little behind. Um. So. Yeah, it's concerning, but also it's day one and two of camp, so no red flags right now. I was concerned with Andrew Booth when he busted out the instinct spin move to try and guard Stefan Diggs. Just like on that slant, he just did a complete 360 and just like, um, this is not time. But this is, uh, yes, for Duke Shelley. <laughs> That's where Shelley Island was uh, coined. Yeah. It was more like the Sir Mixlot. I, I mean, I came from Seattle like a couple weeks ago. It was like the Sir Mixlot jump on it. Jump on it. Jump on it. And like Stefan Diggs mm-hmm. is like, well, I'm wide open now. This is fun. Um, then Dak Diggs Prescott is having, like just. Diggs is having fun out there, huh? Yeah. Having, Everything's going great. Great time. <laughs> yeah. Wants to retire a belly, says. This is, okay. this is the most chaotic, like first days as training camp i can ever remember because you got i mean that stuff's it, going on you got a 20 minute press conference so, so what happened here i didn't see this what no happened? it was just like he was just giving everyone free reign to just ask him whatever was going on the offseason but it was 20 minutes like he talked for 20 minutes that's pretty legit and i Reporters uh, are like oh my god yes <laughs> i posted a clip yeah uh today of like a reporter being like you put it you put out some some pretty cryptic tweets and cryptic and he goes that's a great word and i'm just like oh, <laughs> i love you it's so great <laughs> like, it's like the james franco mean vikings fans are just yeah. in there like first, first time? time huh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sean Payton said that Nathaniel Hackett had the worst coaching performance in the history of the NFL. And he said that the Jets are probably in for the same type of season. Les Steckle says hello, but uh, the Jets are hosting Dalvin Cook this weekend after Aaron Rodgers restructured his contract, which uh, Packer fans are like, huh? (laughs) You what now? You, huh? Um, Eric Thompson of, uh, I believe it's the daily Norseman mm-hmm. said, uh, the jets are going to give him 3 million of the 35 million. They took off of Aaron Rodgers contract. So yeah, yeah. that'd be, <laughs> go be explosive. Three and then, uh, Saquon Barkley held out for $900,000 in incentives. Uh, Jim, Jim, say had a couple of cocktails at St. Elmo's and they're said, still arguing. inappropriate. Yeah. There's, they're going, but it's, uh, is eight? Who is it's is it Ursane his agent or is JT yeah. like mouthing off? Jo- not mouthing off. It's his, that's the wrong word, but you know what I mean. It's his agent. Yeah, he's still they're still going back and forth on <laughs> on Twitter or, or X or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. The thing about uh, the thing about Sean Payton though, he's kinda right. Not the yes. worst in NFL history, because there's been teams that have won zero games. Uh, Hugh Jackson looking at you in the Browns. Um, also, Rod Marinelli. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of his name from the Lions. Um, also, didn't the Bucks go zero and fourteen like in the seventies? Yeah, they were. They Way were the, the original Lions. Um, but is Eric Mangini not... had some clunkers. I mean, yeah, 
Yeah. And then what? What? And the Jets, I think the Jets went one in 15 when you're under like Rich Kotite. Wow. Dating myself. Yeah. I think the Immaculate Grid is like <laughs> sprouted so many old football names in my mind these last few days. I just love that thing. Um, he's not totally wrong. He's also, Sean Payton is not someone who bites his tongue either. Um, I think being on TV has probably brought that out even more of him, which will make it even more enjoyable this year when Chris Thomason pisses him off because he's covering the Broncos now. <laughs> Just uh, totally plant the seeds. Like Mike, oh, I, Mike Zimmer's probably calling Sean Payton like, you need to run now. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait till Russell Wilson has like a terrible game. And Chris Thomas is like, so... Uh, Why'd you throw five interceptions? How'd that happen? Russell Wilson is giving some bullshit. Were you surprised that Saquon Barkley caved in for $900,000 by the way? Oh, wow. It was so funny that, that I think that's all it took. Like, listen, Brian Dable is a good coach and I'm sure he's a, he's like a player's coach too, kind of. And he's probably like, listen, we're not going to give you any more money. Like this is what you're going to get. So, and no one else is going to give you money. We're not going to trade you. So you're just not going to play. And I think Saquon Barkley is probably like, well, I'd rather play. Um, so that's what he's doing. It's weird. And I think Josh Jacobs is still holding out. Uh, obviously, the Jonathan Taylor stuff's going on too. I don't. Is, did he report to camp? Is he? He's on the up? pup list. Uh, yeah. So pup list. With and the I saw something wallet. about yeah, like I, I saw something where Austin Eckler said today, like you know, we're more than just numbers on the stat sheet. We're you know we're we're people too or whatever. I'm like that doesn't sound that doesn't make it any better. Like you sound like, like we're yeah. people too. Like. We're desperate. Like, it's the nature of the position. It's the evolution of the game. You know, maybe someday it'll come back around and running backs will make more money. But right now, they're not. And there's not really a whole lot. That, like, these running backs are having Zoom calls and getting together and trying to figure out what they can do. What They're not going to do anything. Like, nothing's right. going to come out of that. Are they are they all going to hold out? Like, is Christian McCaffrey going to hold out? The only thing so? they're going to do is cost themselves money right now. Right. Like, I mean, Saquon Barkley, Robert Smith was actually on KFAN and talked about this. I wrote about it at Zone Coverage where he said, you know, the Giants offered, I think uh, it was a two-year, $26 million deal to Barkley at the beginning of last season. And he's like, you just cost yourself $6 million. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I mean, that that's the thing. And I think, so Eric Eager brought this up too. And, and this is where it gets kind of interesting. When Smith came into the league, he signed a two-year contract. With the Viking. And I oh, think, yep. Yeah. And I think that he was, a, I think they used the transition tag on him after that. And he was able to negotiate wherever. So I don't know if maybe that would be an option where, hey, you have, you have two years, slap the transition tag, you can go negotiate anywhere else. And then we could figure out because then that would line up with their peak production. The problem is, and Smith mentioned this too, when they put in the rookie scale, you know, he talked about Gene Upshaw, who used to be the NFL PA president. He said the owners aren't putting in the scale because they're nice and like, you know, whatever. They want control as long as possible for these players. So they're not going to budge on a four year deal and then have the because what they do is they use that four year deal. They use the fifth year option if they're good. And then they franchise day. Mm -hmm. that, that's the way it works right now. And I think running backs are finally catching on. Um, it's also hard for me to get behind the we're people too thing when the best players at that position are still making $10 million. <laughs> they're looking at the quarterback. They're looking at Patrick Mahomes and his big ass house with the golf hole and the football field and the basketball gym and all that stuff and be like, why can't I have that? What? That's, probably that's like when NFL players are like, why can't we get NBA money or, or baseball money? And I'm like, because there's 2,000 football players in the league and there's like 150 basketball players and you both both leagues generate a similar amount of money. So that's why, you know, Jalen Brown can get 300 million or whatever he's getting now. Yeah. Uh, about that. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, like it's it, like you said, it's hard to feel bad for these players when they're like, you know, we're not we're only getting 10 million a year. And it's I understand you want to get paid whatever you think you're worth. But right now in the NFL, you're not worth Saquon Barkley's not worth 15 million a year. Josh Jacobs is not worth 15 million a year. Austin Eckler, you could make it maybe a case for him because he just scores touchdowns like it's every other time he touches a ball um but like there aren't a lot of running backs who are worth the kind of money that these guys are looking for they they think it's back in like the early 2000s early 2010s even like where running backs were among the players to get paid no the game is shifting now where wide receivers and tight ends cole commit are the 
players that are getting paid um in the end. <laughs> why why like i i i don't J- justin the, fields needs options okay he's got to secure <sighs> his top target that's going to be an interesting negotiation when justin fields hits the market like hey uh am i getting court no we're actually offering one year and 11 million with incentives i'm gonna, gonna pay him like a running back Oh, geez. Uh, you know what I would do? And I mean, we already have my job, but I mean, when Isaiah Pacheco, yep. oh, my, my, uh, bit every episode, I have to mention Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco. Oh, look at him. He's the Jared greatest running back. Like he, he should go into his contract negotiation and be like, I was the gold standard of running backs for the last game. He could run for like 900 yards each of the next three years. And he'd be like, I was the gold standard running backs. And he'd be like, huh? I'm like, everybody drafted a running back in the seventh round trying to find me. I deserve a big payday. And then they'll sign somebody from Dakota State Community Technical uh, and Votech College, and they'll be done with that. But anyway, let's end on that oh, note. Oh, 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 I want to say ahead. one last thing, because a lot of these guys complain about the CBA or whatever. Um, if it's as bad as you know they, they're saying it is, then get involved. Get involved yeah. in the NFLPA in negotiations. Like You have people that agree to this. If you didn't like it, and you and it could have, you know, if you saw something where it could have turned out the way that it is now, then you should have spoke up about that or been involved in that before because you only have yourself to blame for that. So, well, and remember, too, when that passed, there are a lot of angry players like it barely passed. The CBA? And yes. Yeah. Like I, I remember Dig streeting, tweeting something against it and it wound up passing. Okay. Well, now... they, they put the 17 games in or whatever. I think that's what a lot of people were pissed about. Yeah. And I think there were some other things too, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun when they put an 18th game in and a eighth playoff team. Yeah, and I think the next CBA, I think the CBA expires in like 20, 2030. We got so, ways to go. Good, good luck, guys. So. Running backs will be making five million by then. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> we do this every Monday and Thursday at six fifteen p.m. Central Time. This is the Viking Age podcast on the Viking Age YouTube channel. But if you miss us, we're in podcast form the very next day. But like, comment, share, and subscribe so you never miss a new episode. For Adam Patrick, I am Chris Shad. We'll talk to you Thursday, or excuse me, Monday, on the Viking Age podcast. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.